Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story, titled, Am I the Arsehole for my response when my family asked me about kids? I'm 22 female, and I come from a traditional family. By that I mean every woman in my family had at least one child before they were 20. Education was never a priority, and even though they aren't religious, they believe that a woman's only purpose is to have kids, and a man is the provider. Because of this, I have four younger siblings and about a dozen of cousins. Being the oldest, I had to be a second mother to my siblings and a babysitter for my cousins. This made me realize I don't want kids at the age of 10. 12 years later, my opinion hasn't changed. I don't like kids and I don't want kids. Last year, I had my tubes tied and I didn't tell my family. They're trying to push the idea that I'm nothing and my life is empty without kids on me. I've made my point clear many times, but they kept pushing it. Last night, we had a big family dinner and they again tried convincing me to have kids, so I shut down everything they said in a not-so-nice way. They were going on and on about how amazing being a mum is and how that's their biggest accomplishment. So I reminded them of all the times they complained about having to take care of the kids, all the times they would cuss us out for doing kids' things. All the times they would tell us how much they regret having us and how we ruined their lives. I reminded one of my aunts of all the time she'd make 10-year-old me take care of four kids all under six just because she was bored and sick of taking care of them herself. I reminded my dad of all the times he complained about how much money he had to spend on me and my siblings. And of course, I reminded them how they kicked us out at 18 because they don't have to care for us legally speaking. Then I just said something like, all my life, you've done nothing but complain about having kids and now you're sitting here telling me how kids are the best thing in the world. You're all hypocrites. And I told them not to call me until they decide to apologize for berating me and I left. They're all very mad at me, but my siblings and cousins say I could have made my point without making them feel like bad parents. So, am I the asshole? Now, this is absolutely not the arsehole from me, as everyone's going to say, I'm pretty sure it's your body and your choice. And we've seen it time and time again in, in stories like these, where someone will keep pushing buttons and they don't get the hint, and so they have to get both barrels. And I think in some ways, this might give them a little bit of self-reflection of what they've done in their past as well, parentifying you. But then again, maybe not. But we're going to start with some comments from... Ellie Mack, who says, not the arsehole. I love your response. That's hilarious. They certainly are hypocrites, and it's great that you pointed that out. I also think it's horrible that they pressure you and that you've had a lifetime of being responsible for others' kids. It's definitely time for you to have some freedom to enjoy life. Affectionate Can says, not the arsehole. Why is it okay for the grown-up relatives to slam their perspective and thoughts down the younger generation's throats, but it's unacceptable for the younger generation to stand their ground and be like, 
no, I'm not doing that for whatever reason. That happens and everything goes to hell. It's all disrespect when in reality, they're the ones pushing and stomping boundaries. Spock Beanie says, not the arsehole, sometimes you have to go to extremes to get your point across. If they've been hounding you, I think this was justified. Additionally, it seems like everyone's emotions were up, so maybe you phrased it badly, but I'm sure they did too. This might have been overkill, but you didn't start it. And one more from Lady Loki who says, not the arsehole. Sometimes you have to be blunt and rude to get the point across. When my future mother-in-law hit my fiancé with another round of, I miss having a baby around, not that we'd move closer to them, he hit her with the fact that he plans on getting snipped. She's never brought it up again since. They were bad parents. It's about time someone told them the truth. So then, Opie comes in with her update in the same post, which says, Update. My mum showed up at my apartment demanding that I make a formal apology to the family and berated me for my behaviour. And she went on about how disappointed she is that she raised such a selfish excuse of a daughter. Then she left. So I sent the following message in the family group chat. I will not apologise for defending myself and standing my ground. I've put up with you all for too long and I'm sick of having to justify my choices. I will live the way I see fit because it's my life. This so-called family never showed me any love or support. Even as a kid, I was just a free babysitter for your kids. I see you will never respect me or my decisions, so I don't see a reason for me to stay in contact with you. Do not contact me again. Oh, and by the way, I had my tubes tied a year ago. It's at site gift goodbye. Then I blocked them all. Then Opie updated one more time, which says, Mum showed up at my work because how dare I talk to my family that way and how dare I not give her grandkids. My boss had to call the police to have her removed because she was hysterical. I'm going to stay with my BFF for a while. I'm looking for a new apartment and a new job. My landlord was very understanding and she offered to help me move my things into storage before 15th of January. My lease ends the 7th of January. She said she won't charge me any rent if I can move out by the 15th. She's amazing. My boss was also very understanding and offered to help me look for another job. I'm going to see a lawyer tomorrow to get a restraining order against my family members. And I'm happy that OP, you know, sort of put that family in their place and did what she had to do. But it also made me incredibly sad for OP at the same time that they're having to do all this. So they're having to move their apartment, potentially find another job if they need to because of family harassment. And I'm glad she's getting a restraining order against mum. But I do worry that, you know, other family members are just going to be sent in her place. Because let's face it, they just sound like assholes. But what do you guys make of this one? I never understand people trying to force kids upon others like that. But what are your thoughts? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. Puppy of Reds who says, Boyfriend told me off for ordering extra lettuce at my birthday dinner. My boyfriend and I have been together for over a year now. He decided to take me out to dinner for my birthday as a present and for some quality time. We haven't been out in ages together and we had a break over the summer. We went to my favorite Korean barbecue restaurant. I was super happy and excited to be there. As we were eating, the lettuce on the table was running low, so I asked the waitress if we could get some more. She said yes and went away and then came back and said it's for an extra charge. Not thinking much of it as we needed it to finish all the meat we had left, I said that's fine. When she left, my boyfriend said, Why didn't you consult me? I said about what? He said something along the lines of, About the lettuce. You didn't ask me if that's okay with me since I'm paying. 
That was rude of you. I was gobsmacked and upset and shocked. I didn't think I did something wrong. I was literally on the verge of tears at the restaurant because I just felt quite shocked at the situation and confused as to why he would say that and react like that. We ate in silence for most of the meal and now we're back at my place and I'm still quite upset. He thinks there's a culture difference but that he's not wrong. He's British and I'm Middle Eastern. We're both students. I don't know what to do. He constantly goes out and parties and spends a lot on others and tells me about him doing that but when it's my birthday meal and I order some lettuce, I get told I'm rude and be made to feel wrong for doing that. I would pay for the lettuce myself if it's such a big deal but I don't know if this is the type of behavior I'm able to accept from a partner. I never ask for anything and we never go out. This just feels like stinginess. This is my first serious relationship. What do you think is the best course of action? And we're going to start straight away with a comment starting from Crossy1686 who says, Not that it matters, but what was the cost of the extra lettuce? Not a lot, I'm guessing. Either way, your boyfriend is a dick for offering to pay and getting upset about paying because you ordered something extra. I think sides are fair game if you're offering to pay, especially in this instance where there was more needed. Anyway, tell him he's a tight ass and to get over the fucking lettuce. Opie then confirmed that it cost £2 and that's how much the lettuce cost. Realistic Airport says, if it feels like stinginess, then it probably is. Trust your feelings. He isn't treating you well at all. What you choose to do about it is up to you. It isn't a culture difference. It is a lack of respect on his part. No Egret says, his reaction is very bizarre. He's not technically wrong. If somebody else is paying my bill, I'll always touch base with them before I add to it. But for a couple who have been in a relationship for a while, those expectations typically just kind of disappear. Especially for an extra side of lettuce, which I don't imagine could be more than $2. There's something else hiding here, but I don't know what. Does he give any indication of being controlling with you, financially or otherwise? Does he make any kind of big show with any nice gestures he makes towards you? OP responds to that saying, I agree, I would be considerate too if someone is paying, but he's my boyfriend. It's my birthday and it's lettuce. He's kind of controlling in some ways, I guess. Financially, he doesn't like to spend on me, although he says he will. Like he'll suggest doing something big and never do that thing. And he doesn't like it when I speak to a lot of people at parties because he thinks I'm flirting with them, although I'm just being friendly. He also says stuff like, Oh, I took you on this dinner for your birthday, blah, blah, and always mentions things he's done for me, especially if we're arguing or something. I guess I find it difficult to look at his actions objectively and without emotional attachment. And one more comment from Touch My Ducky who says, So you said it was £2, which is $2.46. Well, it isn't a lot of money. It's still extra money on top of the meal. Next time try, hey, boyfriend's name, can I get us some more lettuce? It is always polite and courteous to ask the person paying if you can add additional items which are an upcharge. If it was a sauce or something that had no cost, go for it. But when there is any price tag, always ask beforehand if you aren't paying. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. So then OP gave us their update, which starts off with... Hi everyone, first of all I just want to say a massive thank you for all the advice and support on my last post. I don't think the outcome would have been the same without advice from so many people with different perspectives. The day after dinner, he, 22 male, came to mine, 20 female, in the middle of the day unexpectedly. Here's what happened in summary. He brought a bouquet of free flowers that he took from our local church. He said he didn't care about the money, but he reacted that way because he was annoyed and upset that, that we're at that restaurant because he has allergies, so he wanted some recognition and acknowledgement. He went on and on about all he's done in the past for me. Took me to a relatively inexpensive football game over a year ago. That was it really, but he made it sound extravagant. He told me that the primary reason he was there was because he didn't want the movie tickets he bought us for that day to go to waste second to the fact that he made me upset on my birthday. When I asked him about this after the speech, he said, I'm sorry for being genuine and telling the truth. He said he was treating the dinner like a first date with a random girl rather than the birthday dinner of his girlfriend of over a year. I also forgot to mention that in my last post that after dinner, when we were discussing it, he said that I was acting like his wife and girlfriends and wives get separate treatment. When he was speaking, it felt like there was a whole new person sitting in front of me. Suddenly, I saw him clearly and without rose-colored glasses. I told him it's over between us and I deserve more than that on any day, let alone my birthday. He wasn't taking me seriously at first because we'd broken up several times before, but he would tend to convince me not to. Until I told him to leave and grow walled. He proceeded to argue and beg for 15 minutes and wouldn't leave my house, continuously saying I'm making a huge mistake and he'll show me the man he is and that's all he can do for me, blah blah. He finally left when I called my neighbor to get him out. He came back 20 minutes later and was knocking on the door for a few minutes after spamming messages. He finally left when I called my neighbor to come up. He left a bouquet of roses outside my door. After the World Cup match that day, obviously, he texted and called me around 20 times saying he needs closure. I finally picked up. He gave me the most ingenuous, seemingly manipulative, narcissistic speech I've ever heard. He started it with the fact that he's upset with me for how I treated and addressed him. Went on again about mentioning all he's done for me. Kept saying that when he's dating someone, she becomes his world and he wants to treat her the best and blah blah. Things he used to say a lot at the beginning of our relationship and that I truly believed he meant. Mentioned that his friends wouldn't be happy that he's calling me, using others' opinions to make me feel bad, which he's done a lot in the past, but I didn't realize it was a manipulation tactic. 
saying he's truly a good person. He always says this. Didn't even realize it before because I believed him. And the world is bad, so he just wants to be good for me. At the end of the call, he started love bombing and I felt myself being pulled back in, which was making me feel crazy. So I ended the call and blocked him. I felt really toyed with. I realized how I would have totally fallen for this speech once upon a time. I feel like I've been imagining a relationship in my head as opposed to the one I was actually living by continuously giving him excuses. I've now blocked him from everything. He came to my house again yesterday and was knocking for like five minutes until I called my neighbor again to remove him. Then he called my friend to get her to convince me to change my mind and I told her that it's over and the door is shut. He since only called me once yesterday night. I'm going back home today for Christmas break so I feel like the timing is perfect. There's also so much more details that I've excluded for length, but the crazy just kept going. I'm doing a lot of research on narcissists and I'm trying to see if he is one covertly because I really saw him in a new light after this incident. What do you think about his responses? Do you think he may be narcissistic or am I reading too much into it? What advice would you give me in the future to avoid similar situations because I feel kind of fooled? I can't believe I didn't see past his persona before. I do catch myself ruminating over the relationship sometimes and about the good times, but I'm continuously reminding myself of everything that happened and realizing a lot of messed up things I didn't notice. Any advice or insight would be greatly appreciated. Thank you so much. And I always myself find posts like this particularly interesting. You know, this all started from going to the restaurant and having a meal and, you know, lettuce of all things, ordering extra lettuce. And you start to notice some... Um, some behaviors that you're not quite comfortable with and what comes up when people go through these relationships in a lot of these stories is that like the fog being lifted and i can always picture that as someone like literally stood in fog and the fog being lifted around them and seeing things a lot more clearly i always find that really interesting but i don't know that might be just me let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story and our next story comes from Guilty Gran, who says, Am I the arsehole for spending my children's inheritance, leaving almost nothing to them and my grandchildren? Hello, good afternoon. What you're about to read is a recent cause of emotional distress for me, regret, and I'm doing this post with the help of my colleague and his son, whom insist I'm doing the right thing. I'm 63 years old. I took advantage of better times, financially speaking, and managed to get enough money to save, have a good retirement, and leave a good inheritance for my children. However, their actions in recent years has broken my heart. My oldest daughter is a lawyer, married to an attorney. I have another son who is also a lawyer, a third who became an engineer, and the youngest who is a salesman. I have been a smoker for many years, and the predictable outcome has finally caught me so I may not have many years left. After knowing this, my children began stabbing each other's backs, trying to get their inheritance earlier. Initially were frequent verbal discussions that escalated to legal battles. The boiling point came when my daughter forged her brother's signature to take their part of the inheritance while I was being treated at the hospital. Now, none of the siblings can see each other in the eye and only talk through lawyers. Saddened by this situation, decided to spend the money thinking that if all of it is gone, they would have no more reasons to fight. I donated to charities, bought my wife beauty items, went on vacations with her paying for the better looking hotel rooms. No planes because of COVID travel restrictions. Gave my grandkids expensive gifts, bought my dearest friends and colleagues better equipment to improve their work. We bought a huge TV, 
prepaid for my funeral, tasted some fine whiskey, among other things. Right now, about 65 to 70% of my savings are now gone. I plan to keep enough for the time I have left and leave my wife a good cash amount. However, my children are noticing that I'm spending a lot and are starting to ask questions. My daughter figured out what happened on her own. I have no rebuttal since I'm guilty of all the accusations she made, but then she mentioned that her children will suffer because of my selfish acts. Not only that, but I'm cursing all of her grandchildren by doing this. That made me think that my grandchildren shouldn't be punished for their parents' sins, and maybe I was too self-absorbed to realize it sooner. That's my dilemma now. Edit. Hi, I'm OP's friend's son. I'm writing here because I want to clarify something. Where we are from, whatever savings a person has goes directly into their children and living spouse. This is how the law is written. You can write a will on top of that, but biologically or legally, adopted children cannot be entirely written out. Unless, from my understanding, one of the beneficiaries writes themselves out of the inheritance. What Opie's daughter did was forging a signature in some papers saying the rest of the brothers renounced their inheritance. And they are suing. At the same time, they're trying to lock in some of Opie's properties for themselves while he is still alive. Basically trying to do that before another sibling does it before them. My relationship with OP is that my dad and him are lifelong friends and colleagues, so OP is kind of like my uncle, as well as a private linguistics teacher. OP has been reading a lot of your comments and will wake up tomorrow to read even more comments. I suggest OP to post here and help to set up the account, and he wrote the post by himself. Thank you all. And I find this story incredibly sad for OP, mainly because it, it brings back memories of talking to my father when... He had his mesothelioma, which is a workplace accident. So there was some money involved, not a, not a massive amount of money, but there was some money involved. And he was worried about how that was going to be split and worried about, you know, people turning on each other and I had to keep reassuring him look, none of us are going to argue about money. We don't care for the money. You know, we'd rather him spend all that money, all the money that was there to be as comfortable as possible. And I'd remember having these deep conversations quite often with my dad, you know, his concern about that sort of stuff. Well, you know, when he should have been worried about his health and that really upset me back then. So to actually see your children fighting amongst themselves must have been incredibly sad to see and must be still incredibly sad to see. But I don't blame you one bit for what you're doing. You know, they're not entitled to this money. They're not entitled to inheritance. But Orange Cubit asked a question which I was curious about, which says, wait, you are married and still spend 70% of your savings. What are you leaving your wife? Does she have enough to live comfortably for 30 plus years? OP says, hi, I'm OP's friend's son. I will quote OP who is next to me. My wife and I have joined finances. However, she always had her own cash savings for emergencies. When her youngest son became old enough to take care of himself, found a job opportunity for her and now has her own savings. I was planning on slowing down my spending to leave something for her. However, I'm confident she will have a good life even after I'm gone. And I gotta come back to, I just find it incredibly sad that, you know, the children, their thoughts, you know, after finding out about their parent being ill is how they're going to get that money. And, you know, even going to the point of forging a signature to kick other people out of the inheritance. It's awful. I'd give every penny back of what I got from my father to, to have him back with us right now, even for a day. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below.
Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories, your love, support and time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for being involved and hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.